It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast that is fun to listen to. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? I'm good, Jake. I like that we're in a new era of um, going for like I, as much as I liked being the only Survivor podcast, I think I like being the only good Survivor podcast better. Yeah, well. I mean, we are the only good one. I've listened. I've listened to others, and there's literally not another good one. They're all fucking boring saying the same shit. We're the only good one, and we're the only fun one, but we're leaning more into the fun aspect at this point in our career, I think, of being uh, mediocre Survivor podcasters. Yeah, I, I think that, like, if you're the only type of one thing, then it doesn't matter if you're good or not, which is great, because that takes all the pressure off of you. But... You know, like, it doesn't mean you're good at all. Yeah. And I think now that we have Jeff's podcast, we are good by comparison. Oh, my that God. That is good enough for me. So Jeff Probst has this. It's his favorite segment. And it's called, This is Why You Suck. And I say it like that because that's the sounder. You know how we love to, like, make up segments for stupid little sounders and then... That is the most, like, 2002... That would be, like... Somebody on like tourgasm would have that as like a <laughs> as like a catchphrase. It genuinely, and it's like a crowd of like six people chanting it in that cadence, and then it's some of the weakest takes I've ever heard about why Survivor is bad, and then uh, Jeff Probst defending them with his life. Like one of them a couple weeks ago was Jeff sucks because he got rid of the previously on segment. One, no, he didn't. That, that was a producer's decision. And I, no, I guess he's technically a producer. But two, who gives a shit? You can fucking stream everything now. Who cares? Yeah, nobody actually cares about that. There's like one person. They're just cherry picking the easiest to defend arguments yeah. and then being like, I, look how ridiculous everyone is that's complaining about the show. Yeah. Well, you know, this is a show where we complain about the show. It's called Did You Watch Survivor Last Night. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 44 last night? I did. And what did you... Th- Survivor 44, the same age as Lee Marvin was in the movie <laughs> Point Blank, which I just watched. Oh, wow. It's a good movie. I would recommend this it. This is a great little new segment where we think about how old everyone is. Who else is 44 years old? If you Off the top of your head, who do you think is 44 years old? I would say probably Bradley Cooper. That sounds about right. I'm Googling who is 44 years <laughs> old right now. <laughs> Uh oh! I have bad news for you. James Corden is forty-four years old. Damn! <laughs> and his show just got canceled. Bad news. He's the same age as Andy Samberg, who's also forty-four years no, old. Andy Samberg is still eighteen years old. I, it's crazy. I, Andy Samberg being forty is inconceivable to me. Yeah, um, it's crazy how old everybody is now because of how old we are. We're in our thirties. I'm thirty-two years old. Thomas, of course, is still a young baby boy at only thirty-one years old. For Man, there's a lot of, like, ageless people in this 44 years old list, because it's like... It's kind of a nebulous age, Oscar, isn't it? Oscar Isaac. Sure. That's, that tracks. Ian Somerhalder. He still looks like he's, like, 24. Yeah. Boone? Yeah, Boone. Boone himself. Um, Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. Zoe Saldana. Zoe Deschanel. I don't think she's 44, but okay. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Has looked the same for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Usher. Paul Rudd. Has looked the same for 20 years. Yeah. 
Oh, excuse uh, me. Zoe Deschanel is actually 43 years old. Oh, okay. So she's close. She's close. Uh, Adam Levine. He looks 44. Hey, uh, I want to let's let's put ourselves in the minds of a listener to this podcast. Uh, is this a fun? Is this either fun or dangerous to listen to? Well, I'm I'm gonna add some fun and some danger because you know who else is forty four years Dangerfield. old? Ron DeSantis. Damn it! It is absolutely hilarious that Ron DeSantis is the same age as like Usher. Yeah, that's weird to think about. That's like when they're like, "Did you know that Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King lived at the same time, or whatever?" Like those, I'm gonna blow your mind about statistics. It sounds like one of those statistics. I'm gonna blow your mind about time. Ron DeSantis and Usher are the same age. They're actually twins. Oh my god, Jake, you will never believe who else is 44 years old. Tell me, please. (laughs) CM Punk. No, he's not. We were just talking about him. And the thing is, he's been 44 years old for 20 years. It's true. That man is exactly 44 years old. I feel like his whole thing is being like a hot 40-something guy. Yeah. uh, I've definitely gotten a fair number of people into wrestling because of how hot CM Punk is. And I'm, I'm not going to stop. I still think the muffin thing was a work the same way the pipe bomb was a work. I wanted to put that on record. Oh, it 100% was a work. I'm with you on that one. Like, everyone's like, oh, what an asshole. He, he's a fucking professional wrestler. This is what he does. He's being, yeah, fucking marks. You got worked. We're not marks. We're smarks. Smart marks. Uh, this week's episode of Survivor 44 was called Full Tilt Boogie. Um, I, I'm going to say this. Bad episode title. How old is Jeff Probst? Yeah, 60? you know why? Because it was Jeff fucking hogging all of the... <laughs> Jeff making it the Jeff show at Final Tribal Council. Mm. I I knew that was going to be... I didn't look at the title beforehand. I just hit play. And as soon as he said that in Final Tribal, I was like... Or Tribal Council, I guess I should say. Final Tribal is... The final one the of the jury. episode. But anyway, as soon as he said that at Tribal Council, I was like, that's going to be the episode title. Yeah. Jeff is just, he's hijacking the show. Yeah. He's the main character now. And, hey, speaking of hijacking, it is May now, so happy 9-11 in May. Oh, yes. Uh, happy 9-11 in May to all of you. Let's take a moment of silence for 9-11. In May. In May. Thank you. Have you forgotten how it felt that day? To see your homeland under fire and her people blown away. Have you forgotten when those towers fell? We had neighbors still inside going through a living hell. And you say we shouldn't worry about Bin Laden. Have you forgotten? All right. Thank you, Daryl Worley. Oh, my God. Thank you. For your beautiful song, your beautiful song about people of New York who I assume when you're not talking about 9-11, you just talk about all the like how much crime is there. Yeah. Or the Yankees. Uh, so, how about these Yankees? Yeah, guys, I'm walking here to the Yankee Yankees. Stadium. So I'm sure that he definitely cared a lot about the uh, the people that actually died in 9-11 and not for it as a justification for the Iraq war, mm. which is why he was releasing it in 2003. <laughs> The, the long time honored tradition of the second anniversary of a tragedy. It's true. He was celebrating the second 9-11 in May. 9-11 in May. <laughs> um, so Franny is upset that no one told her about the Kane vote. Fair, you know, same. I guess I would be too. 
Carson's game is all about relationship, so he's doing damage control. Carson. Carson's game sounds like a bad TV show from like 2002. Carson's game. I'd watch it. And Carson is the host, but he's eight years old. Yes. That's a really good idea for a show. Carson, de-age yourself. Host this show on Nickelodeon. Or what happens in Carson's game? What's the- It's either that or it's Carson's game is like a, like a spy thriller. I feel like Carson... But also, maybe he's an eight-year-old spy. Oh, now that's a fun idea. Like the famous Chet Jackson, but even younger, and he's a spy instead of an action star. Carson as a first name just makes me think of, like, a kid. That is a very, like, this is my child Carson name. Do you know his dad's name? Is his his dad's name Johnny Carson? His dad's name is Cardad. Do you know his sister's name? (laughs) Car-sister? Car-daughter. Oh, yes, of course. Car sister is his aunt. Do you, yeah, exactly. Do you know their mom's name? Uh, is it Car Mom? It's Carvana. Car Wife? Carvana. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Car Mama? Car Mama, Guatemala. Um, when is Mama's Day? When is Mama's Day? It's uh, next Saturday. Next Saturday. You, uh, have, you, have you gotten some for your mom yet? Uh, my love and affection for 32 years. <laughs> okay, but like, have you gotten an actual present? Because I don't think that one's going to go over <laughs> the way you want it to. Um, yeah, I'll send her a picture of my cat or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, what did you give your mom something? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to get uh, us tickets to see Jenny Lewis at uh, Frederick Meyer Gardens. Oh, that's I nice. can say that because my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. No. But she was talking about how she wanted to go to that, and I was like, hey, I would also like to go you to that. You know what you should get your mom? Uh, you should get your mom a personal, like a customized MP3, MP3, USB drive with one single MP3 on it, and it's this episode of the podcast, and then also a link to you know where they can subscribe anywhere you get I can your tell you I can tell you right now that my mom is not getting anywhere near the end point of that she is not good with computers mm. wow oh so good at cooking and being in a book club with my mom but no good at computers it's true she makes yeah she makes an incredible uh, derby pie but uh, she she is she'll be the first person to tell you that she's not good with computers that's fair my mom's not either um, the fun story about our uh, neighborhood where we grew up, my, our parents, our moms are at a book club together and they had, um, they had to reschedule. Also, they're both named Mary. Also, no they're big both deal. named Mary, which is so cute. Uh, we, they had a scheduled, a book club, but then had to reschedule. And Thomas's mom was unaware of this, brought over a plate of cookies to my mom's house because she was hosting, I think. And was like, oh no. Now, follow-up question. I don't know what happened with those cookies. I assume your mom ate them, or maybe my mom ate them. Somebody must have eaten them. I'd hate for them to go to waste. Yeah, I, I know I didn't get any of I them. I didn't either. Honestly, rude. I'm, I'm not getting those tickets anymore. Yeah. How about some cookies, Mom? How about you give me something for once? Yeah, what have you given me other than uh, my life? <laughs> what have you ever given me other than being alive? This is what Carson says to Carvana, his mom. Uh, Carson tells Jamie that Kane told him about her idol. What is going on with Jamie and her whole thing? 
someone in our DM described her as one of the worst Survivor players they've ever seen. And I was like, eh, yeah, kind of. She seems nice, but I don't know what she's doing. I mean, that's patently untrue. Uh, there is somebody who has been voted out first twice. I don't think you can do worse than that. But they said one of the, oh, to be fair. Okay. Semantics, memantics. Semantics, memantics. And that's a fun thing to think about. Like, uh, you're semantic about memes? Yes, exactly. They're actually called image macros. Okay. Yeah. All these Zoomers out here, they don't even know what... <laughs> they don't even know what image macros are. You know, back in the day, that was the funniest thing that you could ever see, and we were grateful for them. It was like a... We were grateful for Scumbag Steve. <laughs> awkward Penguin or whatever that one was. Yeah, good guy. Uh, good guy, Who was Greg. the good guy? It was a good, good, good guy. Was it good guy, Greg? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The kids, kids, yeah, that makes kids, sense. It's alliterative. Kids these days are all about cousin Greg, but back in our day, it was all about good guy Greg. I'm pretty sure it was good guy Greg. Now I have to look it up. The new good, it is good guy Greg. It is good guy Greg. Triple triple G, as no one calls him. Well, you know, as I as a, Gunter Gerskelmsley. <laughs> Stupid. Um, okay, so let's see what's happening on the Survivor show. So they have to do a reward challenge where they have to spin a buoy in the, the uh, uh, I don't know. What is this thing? You, what is this thing called that they're standing on? A platform? Uh, a beam? It was like a big spinny thing. They had to spin around on a big spinny thing, you know, like at a, like at a children's park. A playground, they're often called. They have to cross a balance beam, also something from a playground, and then they have to land both balls on a trough. You could do Survivor in a playground, I'm just realizing, with the uh, modern-day challenges. I mean, that's basically what they are, is like adult jungle gyms. That's fun. I like that idea. I'll do it. Jeff, you want to call me ever to be on the show or produce the show for you? You want to take a vacation for six to nine months? I'm right here. You got my number. Anyway, the uh, winners get tacos, empanadas, beer, margaritas, blankets, and letters from home at The Sanctuary, where good things happen. Oh, man. You know what? I got to tell you, um, those empanadas sounded good. Apple empanadas? Yeah. I was oh. very jealous of them, honestly. Oh, that sounds good. Let me go on Survivor so I can get an apple empanada. Be all worth it just for that. Is Carson younger than 21? Because Jeff was like, and virgin margaritas for anyone who's under 21. I, and then they cut to Carson. Uh, maybe. I don't. I think he might be 20. But then also, like, I don't know why he phrased it like that. Because also, Krylin isn't drinking because she's sober. So, like, That's why true. didn't he just say, and virgin, and virgins for the virgins? Why didn't he say that one? Or you could have just been like margaritas and virgin margaritas. Yeah, that's another good way of phrasing it. And you don't single anybody out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jeff, I feel like Jeff hasn't gotten outside of Fiji or L.A. in a while. Get this man back to real hometown America, Kansas. That's where he's from. Yeah, Get, get him to a diner. Talk to some real folks. What do the real folks care about? You're a real folk. What do real folks care about, Thomas? Um, real folks care about the Detroit Lions draft and they care about, uh, what other wrestling fans think about CM Punk Mm. and they care about, um, 
getting a damn bagel sandwich, maybe, but also deciding not to because you didn't want to spend too much money. Yeah, Jeff, implement that in the next season of Survivor. Survivor 45, bagel sandwich. (laughs) Middle America is talking about how they're getting to the point now driving a stick shift where it's kind of fun and they're not just like you know getting by doing it and Mm -hmm. they actually like it now yeah and i think that that's the kind of thing your show needs to cater to like okay that would be that would be my um you know my like trauma montage thing would just be like i was stalling out so much when i got that stick shift at first and it was really embarrassing And I want to prove that you can learn how to drive a stick shift and you can win survivor (laughs) i'm the first person who wins survivor who knows how to drive stick yeah, no one else. I'm immediately corrected. I'm like, no, <laughs> only I'm the only one. Here's my idea for a future season. You know, Jeff loves the three tribe format now. Stick shift drivers. The other one, uh, regular drivers, like modern. Tra- oh, my God. You, I know where you're going with the third. The third one is is people that can't drive, right? Oh, shit. Four tribes. No, I didn't even think about that. People who can't drive, public transit folks, you know, uh, bikers, walkers, uh, anybody who prefers not to drive. People who drive, what is, it's not manual, what's the opposite of stick shift? Automatic. Automatic, thank you. And people who drive electric cars. Hmm? So I have a way to streamline this. Okay, tell and me, And put Mr. it Musk. in a, a format so it can kind of rhyme with a different season. And it's automatic transmission, manual transmission, no transmission. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, so what did you think of when, one, when Jeff pointed out three moms and also that Franny picked the three moms? Uh... Franny did pick the three moms. Mm -hmm. I liked that Jeff said three moms. (laughs) (laughs) I like that he said it. I wish he would say it more. Yeah, he was like, Mars needs moms. Am I right? And then he winked and everyone just kind of stared at him. The reward is blasting off to Mars. And Franny was like, I know what I have to do. I've heard about what they need up there. It's not Musk. It's moms. It's moms. Yeah. So back at camp, Jam Jam was upset he wasn't chosen. Danny, Jamie, Carson, and Jam Jam want to take out Franny. This was upsetting to me as somebody who has been rooting for Francis. I assume that's her real name. Her real name, her full name. Uh, Danny and Jamie keep saying she's 3-0 and in challenges. That's not... That's, that's incorrect. She's won three straight. That is different. Winnie, I'm not 3-0 and in bar trivia. I've just won three straight bar trivias. <laughs> yeah, it's very specific. Uh, uh, whatever. That's just the best example I could think of. It wasn't because I was just trying to fit that in because I'm riding a high on yeah. it and bragging about it all the time. Yeah, Thomas is the best at trivia, and he's uh, the best at winning $6 at the Kentucky Derby. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's right. I fleeced some old men to win $6, which paid for my car wash that day. Take it to the car wash. Okay. Look, I, I bet on two horses. The first one I bet on was uh, the, it was, uh, oh, what was it? It's like something Sotogake. It was a cool Japanese horse. And I was like, that horse is probably going to win. That horse didn't do the shit. The horse is but from then I bet Japan? On another horse and I was, yes. The horse was born in Japan? Uh, yes. Okay. And then the uh, 
the second one i was just like i don't know mage that's a fun name yeah. and then i won so uh you know i i, I should have been I should have been at the track laying down bets, but instead I just had to steal money off of two 90-plus-year-old men. As you should. It's the American way. They were the ones I I hustled them the way that you need to hustle them, which is I made them think it was their idea to put money on it. How did you accomplish that? Uh, They were like, hey, does anyone want to bet money on this? And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I happened to have cash on me. (laughs) So you made them think that. Yeah, well, that's how you do it, is, like, you're ready to bet at any time. Oh, I so, see. You know, like, yeah, you're ready to go, but you pretend that you're not, and then that's how you get them. Well, I had some fun with some singles yesterday as well. I uh, went to a fun drag show for lunch, and it was very fun, so shout out to that also. So you're not the only person having fun with singles. That does sound like fun. I had a. I was actually thinking. I had a shower thought about drag. Okay. <laughs> that I promise is the most is meant in the most charitable way possible. But I feel like drag is kind of like gay sports. Mm. Speak more on that. Where it's like I think there's like a similar following to it, and that I think that there's like, I feel like you don't often see people that like both. Mm. But they have there's some similarities between the two. Like I think that if I wasn't a sports person and I were gay, I would be a drag person. I. There is, well, I mean, based on the very little bit of drag race I've seen, competition is very real in that world, it seems. Um, So I think you're onto something there. I don't know. I'm going to think more about that. Okay, what about the sanctuary? To be clear, sports can also be gay sports. I'm not not saying sports can't be gay sports. Do you want to talk about wrestling some more? (laughs) Yes, wrestling, also gay sports. Krylon thinks Franny is... uh, Krylon, thanks, Franny, for bringing the moms to Mars. Mars needs moms, as we always say. We get Lauren Saab's story. You know, we always need one. This felt like a heavy winner's edit. I don't know about you, wow. but uh, I, I think Lauren might be winning. Oh, whoa, uh, first person to ever say this. Lauren might win. That was, I mean, that was a huge... That was a huge, I think that was like the most, the, the, the biggest emotional moment that we've had so far. Well, according to the only behind the scenes Survivor podcast, uh, there is no winners at it. Oh, yes, of course. So the just like uh, just like Tony Soprano talking about the mafia. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they plan to vote out Danny, the moms and Franny. The moms and Franny. Now, there's an alliance name. Would have been great, you know, if they all got together. But Who's going to get voted out instead of moms? Franny, you hate to Franny May. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're 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 using your my own words against me. Yes, and that's not actually funny. And I'm mad at you now. <laughs> <laughs> to give you some insight into me, I I especially I was thinking of that because uh, I was watching. Um, you're thinking of it because it's such a good bit the, and so funny. This is the no. This is the dumbest habit that I've had recently. I was watching old episodes of NFL Primetime. Cool. <laughs> you know the Chris the Chris Berman NFL highlight show that I watched a lot as sure. a kid. They have a bunch of it on YouTube. So I was like, I'm gonna watch some football highlights from 1999. And there was a thing that they would do where Chris, like someone would do something, there'd be a highlight, and Chris Berman would say their name, and he'd go from, and then Tom Jackson, his co-host, would say what college they were from. And I was like, Jake and I should have something like that. Okay. It's a fun bit. Well, how how would how would that go? 
Uh, well, I mean, I, I teed you up for Franny Mae. That's how I did it. Oh, but, uh, oh okay. Let's try again. Um, Who's going to get voted off instead of all of those moms? Franny Mae. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, See, love that, that was fun. Damn. In the same way that whenever Chris Carter caught a touchdown, they, uh, 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 Chris Berman would go, Chris Carter, all he does, and Tom Jackson would go, catch touchdowns. Count that, baby. Man. And NFL primetime ruled. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, they'll also, uh, the announcers on WWE do stuff like that, too, I'm sure. And I have plenty of examples that I can think of off the top of my head. So... I can't think of any example of WWE announcers saying that all Chris Carter does is catch touchdowns, but <laughs> go off. Um, one of them will say Seth, and then the other one will say Freakin', and then the other one will say Rollins. When Seth freaking Rollins comes <laughs> totally out. do. Whenever Seth Rollins is on screen, the announcers are just doing that over <laughs> and over again. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. That's good. I could watch that. Um, he had a match with almost last night and i almost watched it it's a pretty funny joke (laughs) (laughs) at camp jamie tells them that kane went home with the idol but danny doesn't believe her the truth will set you free is what they tell me but i don't know if that's so much the case for jamie this was Jamie's only strategy the entire episode was just, I'm going to keep telling people that I had an idol and I don't anymore. And literally no one believed her. Flawless strategy. I don't see what the problem is. I think Jamie's got her own winner's edit going on. It, it's really funny that she did the Christian thing from the traitors, but <laughs> was actually telling the truth. I guess she was, she was lying, but didn't know it because she didn't have an idol. Well, yeah, she had a fake. As, as idol. far as they all know, she had a real idol, though. So, was it really a lie? It's not a lie if you believe it. Exactly. That's what they helped me on Veggie Tales. Uh, the winners return to camp, and Jamie tells them that Kane took her idol, and no one else believes her. She really, she was really hitting that nail. Is that a phrase? Uh, I think it's more like she was hammering that, but I guess it kind of mm. fits. Just hammering that home. Mm. But you don't use a hammer in baseball. Uh, you use a baseball bat. You, 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 they should say you, you okay. baseball bat at home when you hit a home run. Well, no one, no wonder I, <clears throat> I keep getting asked to leave whenever I try and play beer league softball. Okay, so at this immunity challenge, they slither through the sand and grab a boo with their mouth and then do a star-shaped puzzle. Oh, and guess who won the puzzle? Was it Carson? Guess who won? Was it the puzzle man, Carson? Carson? This is fun. We love to see it. And it's not boring at all. Franny finished in second. Well, yeah. There wasn't like an official second, but she was the closest to finishing the puzzle other than him. I think if you take second place, you should be able to negate one vote at Tribal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, of course, Jeff, don't actually do that. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Jeff's ears perked up. He's like, ooh, ooh, a new idea that doesn't make sense. More bullshit we can throw in here. I love that. Uh, I really appreciated Danny saying that they have an opportunity to take Franny out, so they're going to do it. <laughs> like, This is so bittersweet because it's like I it drives me insane when people don't do this. Like they think it's against the rules to vote somebody out who's going to win. Yeah. 
But also, I, I want Franny to win. <laughs> so, like, don't vote her out. Maybe they could do a Redemption Island kind of thing for Franny, though. Just, like, only for Franny. And she comes in at final three and is like, hey, guys. Remember that chill time we had at Ponderosa? What if you voted for me? I just, like... She's probably going to win the fan favorite money, so I guess she's got that coming. I think it's the Sia money now, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so, Franny is excited to test her social game. We all were too, Fran. I don't know. Like, who's going to win now? I mean, Danny might. <laughs> Danny may. <laughs> I think Danny, Lauren, or Jam Jam. Or Jamie or Heidi. Or Carson. Or, I mean, Carson might, yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be anybody at this point when you really think about could it. Be, could be anybody. I think that Danny is the front runner as of right now. I, I, think, I think that's what they want you to think. He's going to have a little bit of a target on him, but he also cleared away the person that keeps beating him in physical challenges. So. Yeah, so now who's everybody going to target? Well, he might just win physical challenges if they don't have any more puzzles. Um, sure. I mean, but that's not how they do challenges anymore. There's always a puzzle. Unless it's like a big maze at the end or Samotion. It's always. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Samotion is different than solving a puzzle. Like that's not Carson. That's different than what Carson's been. You can 3D for. print some motion now. They'd let you do it. I guess you. I guess you could, but it's not the same thing as putting a puzzle together. Those are different skills. Yeah. Uh, so they want to split the vote between Jamie and Danny. Danny wants to take Franny out. Yeah, well, you know this. Uh, Krylon and Franny have become friends, which makes the other two Stooges nervous. Always a good strategy to vote out your number one's number one. We always say it. And it always works out. Well, the thing with that though is that it's like. Shouldn't your number one's number one be shouldn't shouldn't Krylin be their number one in their alliance? Like, yeah. w- are they supposed to just keep Franny around? Because th- like the thing with with Carolyn that I think has been true throughout the whole game is that you can't rely on her as part of an alliance. She's just going to do stuff that she wants to do eventually. And then she'll get mad th- if you decide to do different stuff, even though she's completely going away from what your alliance was. I think you could argue, though, that Jam Jam and Carson went away from what their plan was. Yeah, they should have talked to her about it, but, like, you know how that would have went. I mean, sure, that... I don't know. Because Carolyn specifically in the Talking Heads was like, yeah, I know that we should get her out right now because she's probably going to win, but I don't want to. Yeah. And it's like, how are you supposed to argue she's with that? She's likable. Vote up the people you don't like. Like, Danny, evil, mean Danny, the man. Okay, yeah, but at that point, it's like, you. then you're at odds with your alliance. Like, that's what it's going to come down to. It's like, I think this is a fracturing point because they don't want the same things anymore. Yeah, damn. Sucks. Get hard game. That you signed but up like, for. I would also vote Franny off in that, and I would not, like, think twice. about. Like, I would much rather sacrifice an alliance with Carolyn then have to be held hostage by that for the rest of the time. It's like, all right, time to cut yeah. bait. We got to get rid of the strongest person. And then, yeah, like Carolyn's not a reliable ally anyway. So uh, what did you think of Danny telling Heidi that they don't even need her to vote with them to get Franny out? I thought that was an interesting <laughs> choice. I see what I see how he meant it, because he was basically I think the way that he meant it was. You like, don't worry, like you can vote how you want. Like, I I care about, you know, like you're my number one. So I wanted to tell you. But like also 
there's no pressure on, like we're going to do it either way so there's no pressure on you to vote any specific way that is not how it came yeah, off yeah it was um very dismissive and <laughs> made me really worry for danny you know i'm rooting against danny now obviously because you you have picked him at the merge that that's but true you picked jamie i did didn't pick you? jamie and you know why because she's getting the winner's edit She's getting the hardest losers edit of all time. They're literally making fun of her. No. <laughs> it's not what's happening. They're trying to dissuade your assumptions. She's going to get... Jay, can you imagine how... Like, she might get to the final three as a goat, but, like, she's going to get crushed by the jury. Okay, what were you saying in 42 with Marianne, though? Marianne actually did things. Marianne actually made plays. Jamie has done nothing. Jamie found an idol. And then that lost. Was, it was a fake idol was, and she lost that it. That was planted by someone else. Jamie got tricked and then couldn't even play the fake. Like, she couldn't even play the fake idol. I'm so excited to see her get to Final Tribal and uh, blow you all away with her incredible speaking ability. If she wins, it will it will literally just be like, the jury are such babies now that they only care if you're nice to them and they don't care how you played. That's the name of the game. Be nice to people. <laughs> Be nice to people so they'll vote for you. That used to be the strategy to finish third. <laughs> uh, what, what do you think of Lauren throwing out Heidi's name because she's the chaotic one now? I think Heidi is completely untrustworthy as an ally and you should go after her. That's what I think. Yeah. When has Heidi done anything as part of a group? She consistently is like, but I'm trying to play right yeah. now, so I'm going to do this, which like, cool, good for her. I think if she makes it to final travel, she could definitely win. But at some point, her allies need to look at what she's doing and be like, she is unreliable. We got to get her out of here. What do you think the final three will be at this point in the game? It's hard to say. Um, Based on the edits, you clearly think Jamie is taking third. Obviously, I'm taking. She's taking first in my book. I could see us getting Lauren, Danny, and let's say Jamie as a final three. Lauren, Danny, and, and I Jamie. think Danny. Mm-hmm. I think Danny will take that and think like, "I this is the perfect three for me. I'm going to win." And I think what'll happen is one. I think Lauren's played a pretty good game, but also I think Lauren has played a more likable game. And I think that all the stuff that Danny has done, it'll be like a Mike situation again, where it's like, Hey, you fucked enough people over that they're really mad about it. And so they will just completely dismiss all the stuff that you actually did. And Lauren will win not undeservingly, but like as a result of that. Um, I think it will be third place. Cryolin crying for bronze. Second place. Jam jam excited for a second. First place, elated for first place, our good, positive friend, Jamie, whatever her last name is. Jamie is is not going to win. She's already won a place in my heart and my fan favorite award. (laughs) I love Jamie, and I think she's the best, and I I won't stand for this prosecution. Just because she fucks up every week, I will not hear you (laughs) criticize her. She's a relatable character as somebody who's constantly fucking up and wrong about things. What's her voting record at this point? Uh, let us see. She is in fifth place of seven. She's voted correctly 60% <laughs> of the time. That's up 10% That's from last That's not so bad. Week. Is Lauren in last right now? Because I know Lauren, Lauren hasn't voted Lauren is well. in last place. Two of five correct votes. Up 15% from last week, though. Highest increase in points. Doesn't matter, though, because um, 
She's in last place. Yes. Uh, Danny is the only person still with 100% correct votes. Uh, yeah, Danny's been running this game. Uh, what, what did you think of Carson staring into the fire? This is a trope they love. I felt like he looked like George Michael from the Arrested Development television program. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I think, like, Carson... I kind of enjoy Carson on the show, and I'm kind of interested to see, like, how this is going to go. Because I feel like he's the person with the widest range of outcomes for where he could end up. Well, yeah, he's playing a good, he's playing a good social game. We saw it today. Um, and maybe that's the key to winning. He's putting a little more of a target on his back, though, because he did just win a physical challenge. Yeah, true. But, you know, the puzzle, it's the great equalizer. Uh, but. I also think he's really good at playing into how unassuming he is. Yeah. He's just like, he's a little guy. He's a little guy. People aren't threatened if you're just a little guy. That's Cardad's son. I'm good friends with Cardad. That's his son. Um, okay, so let's talk about these wildlife shots. We had just the one this week, and it was the, as far as I could tell, the white-necked petrel. Here's the thing about birds in Fiji. There's a million that go flying around the ocean, and they all look the same. So much so that this one, the white-necked petrel, was like, there was a note that was like, it's often confused with this other one that looks exactly the same, but is slightly smaller. Survivor viewers often conf- yeah. confuse these Stupid. when they are attempting to produce segments for their podcasts. Yeah. It uh, can be found throughout the Pacific Ocean. They're 17 inches long with a wingspan of up to, do you have a guess? 17 inches long, and they're birds. So how, what's the wingspan, Thomas Fowl? I'm going to say 32 inches. Mm, try a bit Try a bit harder. 48 inches. Try slightly less hard. 40 inches. 41 inches. You got it. Almost. Uh, it has a black cap, white rear neck, dark gray back, wings and tail, and a darker rump. The underparts are white with dark bases on the primary feathers. You know, sometimes I get lazy doing this segment, and I just copy and paste from Wikipedia, and I'm sorry for that. But, you know, at least it's not AI anymore, uh, yet. Imagine this podcast AI. Ugh. Chat GPT podcast. They can't do the segments that we do. They can't plug our podcast. They can't talk about animal. Hey Thomas, who, no machine can do this. Who's who's gonna who's gonna vote for the winner of Survivor Forty Four? Talk about Franny May. You said Franny May. Oh boy, we gotta work on this. Yeah, we're we're. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about the other thing about ChatGPT that I was thinking about is that if ChatGPT did our podcast, it wouldn't be able to. Uh, they would fail at getting uh, their listeners to not give us money. Like yeah. they would, the ChatGPT podcast would be making money, and that's not what we're that's about. Not what we're about we're an independent. Production. We're about pretending. We're about pretending to make money. Yeah, it's the American dream. Uh, much like our Franny May bit, uh, the flight of this bird is graceful and almost effortless. Well, um, let me try again. Where do you think they rank on the IUCN red list? Least concern. Nobody. No, it's, it's worse than that. 
Uh, I'll give you a hit. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's not endangered, but it's more than threatened. Is it near threatened? It's more than near threatened. It's, it's the one between that. It stands for, it's the initials V. I don't remember. I, the initial, I don't remember. The initials are VU. <laughs> Very <laughs> upset about how threatened they are. Uh, what I have written here is very upset about how close to extinction they are. <laughs> uh, okay, so at this tribal council, let us uh, let us talk about it. They talk about legends in the game. What? Wh- who? What is this? Who cares? Also, Rob being the first person mentioned as a survivor legend drives me insane because they basically did like a make a wish like he gets to go on until he wins level. They like it's like Rob, the most legendary player who's like one in five in the games that he's played. Incredible. Sandra, it's Sandra. And then like as much as I hate to say it, it's probably Tony. How did they not mention Sandra Sandra or Tony? Tony and then Parv and then Rob, I think. Comes in at yeah, a they mentioned Parv and Jeremy, which is fine. Yeah, it's good that they mentioned I, them. But also, I appreciated like, the Jeremy. They've won out. once. They're like one and two in their yeah. in their. Uh, um, Michelle Fitzgerald, obviously, nearly two and two. Natalie Anderson, obviously, nearly two and two. Um, so, what do you mean Michelle Fitzgerald was nearly two and two? She's one and one. <laughs> yeah, but she she got really close on her second. Yeah, but that doesn't make you nearly two and two. She would be nearly two and zero. Oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. I I meant two of two. Excuse me. This podcast's gone a little full tilt boogie with our semantics. Yeah. Oh, man. There's just no way to describe what that is. <laughs> well, Jeff uses it a lot. Like, did no one say anything funny? All It's like me sometimes. I'm editing this podcast. I'm like, damn, nobody said anything funny. And then it's something like 6969 Wind Avenue or whatever. And it's like... What the fuck is that? That's nothing. It's bad. Uh, Jamie tells everybody that Kane left with her idol and no one believes her. The way the music just completely cut out when she said this was really sad. Why are they being so mean to my friend Jamie? Yeah, come on. <laughs> just because she had like a, a, a notably horrible performance this, these last two episodes. Why is everyone being so mean? Well, actually... Why they gotta be so rude? <laughs> They, uh, the, the alliance, or Jamie says the era of alliances is over. What do you think of that? Wrong. <laughs> this is absolutely wrong. Um, okay, so then Franny is voted out four to two to one over Heidi and Danny. Um, and we actually have an exclusive interview with Franny after her vote out. Do you want to hear it? I would love to hear it. Well, give me one second. Hey, all the way from Fiji, wow. from Survivor 44, it's, it's Franny. Sobering words. Franny, what do you think about getting voted out uh, before even... Oh, yeah? Was it bad? <laughs> Did you not like it? Did you enjoy sleeping with Matthew at the... Or, excuse me, Matt. You didn't sleep with Matthew, did you? No, I know. Matt is your boyfriend. Oh, you... Yeah. That, that was, look, she's, t- she's telling you yeah, off I'm now. I'm so sorry. Are you tired of this interview? Okay. Yeah, okay. You can go now. She <laughs> it sounded like she said, yeah, <laughs> I think she's learning English, honestly, like she's, yeah, it sounds like <laughs> she's, it. uh, like 
when she asks for things, like you can hear an upward inflection in her meow, and it's very upsetting. I don't like it. No, too much. Uh, I will say I, I liked Franny's exit interview. I think it was maybe the least bitter exit interview this late that I've ever seen where she was just like, well, tried my social game out there and uh, it didn't work. So uh, I'm excited to be on the jury, yeah. though. That'll be fun. Yeah. And it's like, hey, this is Franny's great. I uh, can't wait to see her come back. Um, the what, What's the season we're doing where it's uh, all showmances? Is this a simulated season we've talked about or just an idea I have in my own brain? It might be one that you had in your head, but I'm receptive to it. We get Figtails on there. We get Jerry and Colby on there. We get Matt and Fr- Ranny on there. Um, the other ones that are very famous. Hmm. Who's a very famous showman from the show Survivor? I can't think of any other one but those three we just Did made. you say Robin Amber? Robin Amber, of course. Yeah, we, Ariel and I just finished All-Stars this morning. Uh, and she was... Furious with the ending. <laughs> All you would have to do to pitch that is just say we can get Robin Amber on the show again, and Jeff would like push somebody over, like he would like shove people out of the way to go get that idea put in. I genuinely do think it would be a really fun uh, show, and obviously, it would be fun to have them all on the same beach, do one world again. Thomas, Thomas, Jeff Probst, you don't yeah. produce the show yet, but one day. Not yet. Would you would you fly out to Fiji for like six months a year to to produce Fiji? I mean, produce Survivor. To produce it, yes. Yeah, me too. I think it'd be really fun. Uh, so Danny is the only person with a hundred percent voting record left in the game. Hmm. So that means that uh, by proxy, I also have a hundred percent voting record. Mm, how do you figure? Well, because he's the one. He's the guy that I picked. You're and he's making all the right point. picks. Have you voted for the person who won the presidency every time? Yes. I've never voted. Don't look. <laughs> voting records are not public. Uh, also, uh, there was not an election in 2016. <laughs> I had uh, COVID and uh, they canceled the election. Um, I am actually three of four because the first uh, election that I could vo- uh, vote in was, uh, or I guess I'm uh I guess I'm two out of three because I couldn't vote in 2008. So hmm. I have a better I have a better voting percentage than Jamie in presidential elections. Well, Jamie, yeah, uh, three of five. It's not bad. Uh, Carson's three of four. Heidi's three of four. Jam Jam four of five. And Lauren is all the way at the bottom, two of five. Crowland two of four. So last week, Thomas, you had 26 points. I had 30 points. Well, what do you think about that? That's 26 is a better age to be than 30. So in many ways, I'm winning right now. It's not about age, actually. Uh, Dennis, the man of course, survived. (laughs) Oh, are you saying Jake on record is saying ain't nothing but a number. Age doesn't matter. Who cares? Like, whatever. (laughs) Jake has that tattooed on his chest. (laughs) I have age (laughs) tattooed across my biceps, my biceps from peck to peck. Excuse me. And then you have knuckle tats that say age gap. <laughs> and then people keep throwing things at me in public and I don't know why. And then at the, and at the small of my back, it says nothing but a number. There's like an ellipses after age. <laughs> it kind of trails into my <laughs> armpit. There's a, there's a wink. There's a winking face next to it's it. It's like an emoticon though, because I got in 2001. <laughs> wink. 
There's yeah, it's the the um the like thirsty guy face yeah. that I like to post. Yeah, and then I've got a good guy Greg tattooed on my thigh just so they know I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to sleep with you if you uh, don't understand this meme. It would rule so hard to have like two sleeves that are just image macros. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has that. Go to Four Chan, yeah. your favorite website. I'm sure you can find it. I don't know. I've never actually been on 4chan. I'm a good boy. You're a Reddit guy. You're not a 4chan I'm a Reddit guy. guy. I'm a, I used to be a Twitter guy, you know, but that got bad somehow. I don't know. Oh, my God, Thomas. Yeah, as opposed to Reddit, which has never been bad. Reddit's always been good. Never had any issues on that website. Yeah, the site that had our child porn. <laughs> not ours. Our um, slash... Whatever. It's a subreddit. It's how it's pronounced over there. Not that you would care. You hate text-based things. You're all about, give me the video. Give me the images. Yeah, that's why I love TikTok. I'm pivoting to video. I only like text if it's on screen and either being pointed at or read by a robot That's what voice. you're always saying. Did you... Um, and also there's a sped up song in the background. Mm-hmm. I do think it's funny with the sped up. There was a, uh, the ringer wrote a thing about the sped up, you know, there are like sped up remixes of songs yeah. now because they get popular on TikTok. And apparently the band Colts has had like two songs that are like big TikTok ones, which is kind of funny to me. Cause I remember listening to them when they were like a buzz band in like 2012. Mm. They're good. Mm-hmm. Colts, Colts are a good band, but, um, you heard it here first. The, Thomas the said Colts I, are good. Wow. Good band, uh, but the uh, the I had the initial reaction of like these fucking zoomers in their TikTok, and then I was like, like every single hip hop song in the early two thousands also did this. Like yeah. that was what Kanye West built all of his production around, and I was like, oh no, that's actually normal to like that. <laughs> we all also liked that. Yeah, it's good actually. It's cool how they do music now, and it's always been cool how they do music actually. Um, so Jamie uh, survived also because she's such a good survivor player. So I got a point for that. Uh, do you remember what you expected the reward to be? I think I said it was a you spa day, didn't I? You said it was a spa I? day, and it's in fact not a spa day. I said they would receive beer, and did you know they did? They did receive beer. But no virgin beer. Uh, no, vir- no virgin uh, beer. You said Jam Jam would win the reward. He did not. I said Franny would win the reward, and she did. Wow. wow. Who might win this reward? Brandy Thank May. you. Last reward she's gonna win. Well, not necessarily. I'm sure she'll come back. It's all Ponderosa from here on out. Maybe. Oh, you're right. She could. She could win the Sia reward. She could win the Sia reward, and she also, if you read the tweets, they got a reward of her own that night that she was voted out. Uh, you said Danny would win immunity. I said Lauren would win immunity. Neither of them happened. Heidi would be voted out. Carson would be voted out. Neither of those happened. Panera would sponsor the show. No. Charmin would sponsor the show. No. So the final tally of the votes this week is 27 for you. Good age, supposedly. Speak for yourself. Uh, my, my number is 33. Looking forward to it next year. Nobody likes you when you're 33. Wrong. Everybody likes you when you're 33. 33 is like the cool 44. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. I don't know about me, but I'm feeling 33. <laughs> I don't know about your, but I'm feeling 44. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, Survivor 33 was, of course, Millennials versus Gen X. We were just talking about the incredible showmance that is Figtails. Holy shit. Figtails. Woo. Sorry, I, I, my brain, I went to my brain to remember that. 
I thought you were prompting me there, and I I felt like I'd failed. No, but it turns out that you failed me. My so. prompt, my my brain. I was going to my brain to remember that, and all my brain was saying was, "You're very hungry right now." So that's um, that's mm. happening. Um, what do you think will be the reward this next episode? Well, we've already got the loved one reward. Yep. Are they just never going to have, like, loved ones physically be on there anymore? Well, if you can find a way to do it, we're more than excited to implement loved ones again. They could just do it now. (laughs) What's stopping them? I don't know. Everything's hard now. I think, no, I think it was like the Fiji was really strict about letting visitors in. That's why these seasons have been shortened and everything. But uh, he, he set on on fire. We're open to having loved ones back now that they've kind of eased uh, restrictions. And I know how much you love the loved ones, so that's good news. I do. I love I love the loved ones. Um, so no loved ones. Uh, they had okay. a lot of food and stuff this time around. Yeah. So, oh, man, what would they do? I'm going to say they're going to go on a boat. Oh, Okay. Yeah, that's not specific enough um, that you could get a point. I will say... Yes, it is. How often do they go on a boat? It's not that often. Literally every challenge. No, not for rewards. Oh, you're saying the reward will take place on a boat. Yeah, I'm saying that you get to go on a boat. Like, part of the reward will be that you go on a boat. I know, but Thomas, I know because you're like, it's getting near the end and you're pretty far behind. You're going to be like, oh, they actually got on a boat to go to another island to do this reward. I'm not going to say that. The boat will be, they're going to hang out on the boat. Okay. I'm going to say they will swim with dolphins. They're going to, the boat is going to, there's going to be a wildlife shot of a dolphin and you're going to be like, there was a dolphin on there and someone swam in it. So they were swimming with the dolphins. I get a point. <laughs> yeah, it's a reward on itself, even if they didn't win the reward challenge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's going to win the reward? Uh, Danny May. Mm-hmm. Funny joke. Um, I'm going to say Carson. Who's okay. going to win immunity? I'm going to say Danny may also win immunity. I love Danny boy. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, I almost said Kane. R.I.P. Kane. We miss you so much. Well, did you feel like this season or this episode, excuse me, was lacking in D&D metaphors? Because I certainly did. Yeah, I really, I was just like, is that puzzle like... When you have to open a treasure mm-hmm. chest or like, I just could, it was really annoying that I, I, I just didn't feel like anything was contextualized in a way that I could understand. I only play a D and D and watch Survivor. So I was really excited to see Kane. How is this like hit points? How is this like mana? <laughs> I need to know. How many spell slots does, does Jamie have? Um, you know what? Fuck it. Exactly. I'm all in on Jamie. Jamie's going to win the immunity. And who's getting voted out? I think Jamie is getting voted out. I will reference what I always reference in these times, and that is the tallest poppy syndrome. You know, where people get voted out after they get voted out. The next biggest threat gets voted out. Um, so I'm going to say um, Danny gets voted out. I don't know if I said that earlier, but okay. I, I'm saying it now. 
Uh, of course, still waiting on Panera and Charmin to sell us products. So that's what's happening next week. Oh, Thomas. I know we're, we're, we're encroaching on an hour, and you hate to go over an hour. But we do have to do a quotes quiz. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. Oh, I, I'm, I'm always willing to go over for a quotes quiz. Um, okay, so this one is called What Would the Fans Call You on Survivor? Huh. You sent me a rude tweet? You, re- you sent me a rude DM, it looks like. Are you going to send this to... <laughs> I'm just sending it to you and I. Uh, it's called... Which role would you play on your season of Survivor? It's time to... This is by Genstagram. Genstagram. Genstagram, I feel like we've gotten before. Maybe. 15,250 points. Wow. Approved and edited by BuzzFeed community team. That means something. Okay, Thomas, I need to uh, whisk my whistle. Uh, tell me about your life quick. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I already talked about how I'm uh, winning at trivia all the time, so I don't think there's anything else to talk about. Oh, uh, when I won at trivia, the team that we beat had shirts with their team name on it, and uh, I don't know that I've ever felt more satisfied beating a team than... This past week. It felt great. Do you have a go-to team name for yourself? Or a go-to team? Uh, our, our team name is Team Bud, because uh, 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 some of my cousins are, are on the team. And uh, that's a running joke in our family, that there is a team that you are a member of called Team Bud. Everyone is automatically in Team Bud. You have to opt out. Um, and uh, one of my cousins hates it, Good. and so it is frequently referenced as uh, her kids are in Team Bud, and she is in Team Bud, and uh, she doesn't like it when you say that. That's really that. good. So we figured we'd keep Team Bud going for trivia, and uh, it's paid off quite well. Nice. My family has a similar running joke. Uh, all of the people who married into the family call themselves the outlaws. Isn't that fun? I like that. That's cool. They always take a picture together, and I feel left out. Yeah, you're an in-law. I'm not, a, the I'm not an in-law. I'm, I'm you're an in-law. <laughs> Can't be, I'm not an in-law no, to my It doesn't own seem family. like you're an outlaw. If you're not an outlaw, you must be an in-law, and you're not taking pictures with the outlaws. That's so. a good point, actually. Uh, first and foremost, where are you hoping your season takes place? Panama, the Amazon, Pearl Islands, Africa, Guatemala, Palau, Cook Islands, Marquesa. Honestly, I think it's rude that I can't vote Fiji for this, <laughs> where I would definitely want it to take place. I love Fiji. I'm going to say Africa. Most beautiful wildlife shots are always in Africa. Okay, I'm going to say... Uh, I'll say Marquesas. That's a good choice. Uh, we watched All Stars, as I mentioned already, and Kathy called it Marquesa in her final Tribal Council speech. And I was like, what, the, what are you talking about? <laughs> Is that? Yeah, that's not. I don't know what that is. Is that how you're supposed to pronounce it? I felt very out of the loop. What is the first thing you do at camp? Start to build shelter and or fire. Seek out allies. Lay down and relax. Try to gather everyone to form a plan. Make friends. Start to search for food and water. Assess the situation and help when asked. Take in the scenery. God, that sounds nice. That sounds real nice, buddy. I'd, I'm going to say seek out allies. I would love to just soak in 
the uh, the you're atmosphere. See his Cheryl Crow strategy. You're gonna soak up you're the sun. Soak up the sun. Look at the elephants crossing the desert. That sounds so nice. Um, but I will probably be voted out immediately, so I will start to build a shelter and or fire. Whatever. What challenge would you thrive at? Swimming relay. Very specific. Not a swimming challenge, a swimming relay. Trivia, all of them, bug eating, puzzles, anything that involves teamwork, maze, I wouldn't. Did we do this quiz already? It kind of seems like maybe we did. Or do they just have the same questions for every survivor quiz? I think it's similar questions. Uh, trivia, obviously. I'm maze. I feel like I'm really good at mazes. <laughs> I have no evidence to back that up. It's just a feeling I have in my heart. Pick a color for your buff, and that's fun. They don't usually let you do that. Black, blue, red, yellow, green, purple, orange. Man, I really feel like maybe we did do this one, and I think it would make sense that we remember Genstagram, because these (laughs) questions look very familiar. I'm going to pick purple. Yeah, we got to see what. uh, Pick your ideal reward. Oh, did you pick your buff color? Uh, I'm okay with any color. Uh, Pick your ideal reward. Yacht with two other tribe mates. Fishing gear. Cultural experience, barbecue for the whole tribe, video message, just some brownies, a cold beer, blankets, and pillows. These brownies are looking pretty good. Uh, blankets and pillows. Okay. Smart. What do you eventually make an alliance with? Who do you eventually make an alliance with? I made an alliance with a rock. <laughs> good joke. Anyone and everyone, some of my original tribe mates, nobody, my closest friend, my lover, my strongest physical threat, like-minded people, the sea. Like-minded people. Mm. I'm going to make a... You know what? I'm going to use the Jeremy strategy. My strongest physical threat. Who is the first person you would vote out? Someone who doesn't help and challenge us. Someone who is bossy. We've definitely done this before. Someone who is lazy around camp. Someone who annoys me the most. Someone who else is voting for. Someone who is biggest threat. Someone who has pulled their weight. Someone who I feel like... Mm. Someone who doesn't help in challenges. Vote off whoever I feel like. Fucking who gives a shit anymore? And finally, who's your favorite survivor? Rupert, Ethan, Ozzy, Parvati, Yao Man. Yeah, Suha, we definitely Coach, did Rudy this Man. one. Wow. Okay. Well, sorry. Um, I was, like none of these people. Where's Natalie? Where's Parvati, Michaela? I guess. Uh, where's Jeremy? Um, uh, Coach. Okay. Yep, I think I got the same thing as last time, too. Read it, I, read uh, it to me. Villain, you have absolutely no moral compass when it comes to this game. You have no real alliances, and you'll do whatever it takes to win, be it going back on your word or betraying your closest friend. You have no shame, and that's fine. You're a proud Slytherin, cunning, calculated, yeah. and manipulative. You come very close to winning, but only get taken to the final two so the other person can secure their win because they know the jury fully hates you. And then it's a picture of a certain man mm. who lied about a certain member of his family dying. Oh, uh, would that be Jonathan Fairplay? It would be Jonathan Fairplay. So I'm the person, I, I may have gotten this one last time when we did it like two weeks ago, but I don't remember. You're the person who gets to Exile Island, not once, and then begs to go back. You're, oh, excuse me. You're the person who gets sent to Exile Island once and then begs to go back. Not because your hidden immunity idol is there, but because you enjoy the peace and quiet of being alone. You also become very much in tune with Mother Nature and have a spiritual awakening and realize that was all really came for on this journey in the first place anyway. Is it a picture of Ozzy? It's a picture of Ozzy's good friend, Coach. and the person who finds themselves. Uh. I feel like I did get that one last time. So, sorry, folks. Um, 
You know, we we fucked up. I I regularly like will go to Yes, we fucked up. I regular I regularly go to buzzfeed.com slash quizzes and look for survivor quizzes and I have a big list of them and apparently I forgot to move that one down the list. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's you know what? I absolutely never find these quizzes, so I'm not going to judge you for this. It is the, something that I do not put any work in on. So you know, our listeners, they could send us a Quopes quiz. Would love for them. They're, my DMs are open for Quopes quizzes and nothing yep. else. So please send, please send some Quopes quizzes. Um, really, this is the listeners' fault. I think we can all agree. As everything is. Uh, what's your Twitter.com? Uh, you can follow me at Tom Not Tom. Please DM me Quips quizzes. You know, we're fucking doing the same ones over again. I have like half a dozen others that we could have done. I guess you'll have to tune in next week to see what those are. I just, you know, I'm I'm worried that Quips quiz is gonna die. I'm worried we're gonna run out of steam with Quips quiz, it's, and I don't want that to happen. It's gonna go the same way as the Mad Libs did. And that was such a good segment too. <laughs> you can follow the show at dywsln. Uh, or on YouTube at the Only Fun Survivor Podcast. We've uh, got episodes back to, I think, Double Agents from a couple of years ago when we watched that. Remember that one? I do remember it's that. Good season. I don't know why people hate it so much. What a time. What a time to be alive in America. Best country in the world. Always voted for the right person in the presidency. We have a few shows on Patreon. Speaking of presidents, at patreon.com slash just pro. I almost said just presidents. It's just podcasts. Because, of course, the original was just Joey. And then we've branched off into others, such as. Such as, uh, did you sleep last mm. night? And boy, did I. Played Skyrim till 1 a.m. and then passed out. Love Skyrim. I know it's 100 years old now, but so am I. Well, they keep putting it out on new yeah. stuff. Like, they they keep finding ways to get people to pay for it, so it, it will never yep. die. It will live yep, forever. just like me. Uh, do you want to thank the fans for listening? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you yep. for listening. Uh, you, can review, you, can rev, you can review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or even on YouTube, Thomas. What would anybody write on any of those platforms? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify will not allow me to leave reviews, but if I could, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. Uh, and you can also leave YouTube comments because uh, we're on YouTube now as well. A good website that everyone loves also, just like Reddit and 4chan. Um, what comments would you like people to leave, Thomas? And if you leave comments... We will read them on the show unless they're nasty. No nasty comments, please. Yeah, I, th I believe uh, the the comment that we have for that is "ha ha," very funny. Ooh, that's nice. That's good and simple. Or excuse me, "ha ha ha," very funny because "ha ha" seems like it might be sarcastic. You know what? We did talk about this, and oh, that's a really good point. "Ha ha ha," very funny. Um. Oh, and then a smiley face, but you can also do the winking smiley face. Also. Uh, we would love to see uh, somebody in the comments saying "smarten up, probes." Smart. Wait, what is it? Smarten up, probes. Okay. Well, until next week. Oh, Thomas, it hit eighty degrees in my home today. You know what that means? 
You know what that means. Hey, t- I know what it means. Say it. Hey, Thomas. Hey, uh, it's uh, it's 80 degrees now in my home, which, you know, what season and maybe coming up. I can't answer that until you ask, until you say the thing to summer me. Summer May is what I was trying to say, so have a great summer. Deuces. Well, that was great. Why would it be Summer May? That's not a thing. <laughs> oh, but Danny May is? Yes, it rhymes with Franny Mae, the thing that you came up with that is also not Fanny Mae. No, Fanny Mae is already a thing, and Franny Mae is an extension of that. Danny Mae, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, Danny Mae is an extension of the other mm. thing. I suppose in a way. I suppose you're right in the way you speak. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Greg, tall Greg, cousin Greg. Not good yep. guy Greg. I suppose you're right in, uh, in the way that you think. <laughs> I was talking, and I, this was when, like, some Jeremy Corbyn, I think it was leading up to, like, Jeremy Corbyn and Boris Johnson as, like, the two, I think when they were the two leaders. I was talking about it, and I was like, this guy, it's probably crazy for him that this yeah, this yank knows stuff about UK politics, and I probably was a little overconfident about it, and at one point I realized after the fact I was talking about Camilla Parker Bowles, and I called her Carmella by accident. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nope, I was thinking of The Sopranos. <laughs> You're not, you got it. You're good. So I was like, oh my god, that guy must think I'm an idiot. And I was like, you know what? I deserve it. You know what? They deserve it. Boston Tea Party and all that. Revolutionary Yeah, I'll war. never be judged by a fucking Brit. They love being miserable. Yeah. Their country is in fucking shambles. Yeah. And ours is too, but in a better, different yeah. way. <laughs> the way we're doing it is good. We're in America, the best country on earth. We can heat our fucking houses. <laughs> However we want. Because that's the American yeah, and freedom. Yeah, we don't... We're in a, yeah, we're at least we're, we don't have a fucking coronation that we're doing right. God, that shit. I loved. Uh, the, I was enjoying some of the memes from uh, the the coronation of just Charles holding up those two <laughs> scepters, looking bored. And yeah. someone was like, "When you get both screwdrivers, yeah. because you didn't understand what your dad was asking." Yeah. <laughs> There's another one that was like Charles, uh, King Charles is over encumbered and cannot dodge backstab. Mm. I was playing Skyrim last night and it said you can't fast travel if you're over encumbered. Because I just like killed somebody and got like a gold shield and a gold something scepter probably. I was like, ooh, I want to go sell these somewhere and get money. You can't fast travel while you're over encumbered. What's the fucking point of getting this shit then? You know? Yeah, Bad game. I quit. Going back to civilization. I- that would always happen to me playing Oblivion, but it would always be when I, like, invaded... I would, like, sneak into someone's house and steal all of their their stuff that had no value. Like, I would just take a bunch of, like, tan plates that would just have weight value but no dollar value. And be like, ha no tan plates for you. And then I'd get over-encumbered, and I couldn't even sell them. What will you eat off now, idiots? Yeah. Hmm. That's great. You could replace these with zero gold, but it'll be a hassle. <laughs> It'll be slightly inconvenient for you, but very just inconvenient for me. Like th- put them in a big sack and just throw them out in the woods. <laughs> I love just dropping random shit in the middle of the woods when you're s- suddenly over-encumbered. Like, well, I guess yeah. I don't need this book anymore. Won't be needing this anymore. <laughs> and that's how they spread pornography back in the Skyrim days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are over-encumbered with Playboys. <laughs> 
smarten up probes. <laughs>